Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Hi everyone, it's Michelle Lightworker here and welcome to Enlightened Conversations. I have a wonderful guest today, Michelle Mann. Welcome, welcome. Hi Michelle. I know, Michelle, Michelle. Um, (laughs) Great to have you, great to have you um, being able to talk about all the beautiful, beautiful work that you, that you are actually doing in the world. Um, For those of you who don't know Michelle, I'm going to give you a little brief introduction on, on who Michelle is. Uh, Michelle Mann is an author, artist and creator of the Gold Lotus Oracle Deck and book. Michelle is a numerologist, spiritual reader and Reiki master. In South East Queensland, Australia, she teaches art therapy and spiritual guidance to empower others to express themselves emotionally as part of the healing process. I love that and um, so much in common there. Uh, and just a little bit about Michelle's journey. After the loss of her husband, Michelle went searching for meaning and found the tarot. And in London specifically, she began discovering the answers that she so soundly sought and eventually created Gold Lotus. And the Gold Lotus Oracle deck is a multifaceted in that it's a deck that can be used alone for guidance, for readings, for others, and also to include in healing practices. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about a bit, bit about that today as well. So, lovely to have you. And I'm, and I'm really looking forward to, to learning more about um, yeah, just about everything that you do and your journey. And, um, yeah, so thanks very much for being here, Michelle. Oh, thank you, Michelle. I'm really honoured to be here. Yeah, so funny because I bumped into you at the Discovery Expo um, about a month yes. ago now and I'm like, we know each other. And you're like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> we, we, um, you attended one of the meditation circles um, back into, I think it might have been back, way back in 2014 when I had the centre in Caloundra, the actual physical centre, we did meditations. Yes, it was um, It was part of a group that I met you in and I actually hadn't, had only just started the, uh, the Gold Lotus Oracle or the thoughts of doing my own deck at that point. I didn't have a name or anything for it back then. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow! Oh my God! And I, I, I must admit, I, I didn't even know that you were um, doing that at the time. When, when did you talk to me more about what uh, your timeline of of when you started doing it? Because I'm really curious. Yeah, well, it's been uh, uh, it's been roughly five years that I've been working on this project, and it just comes in as part of um, a, a lot of the things that I've learned over my lifetime. And I've put it all into um, a sort of an easy guide for people. The oracle is really just something that is a tool for people to use. But I was finding, because I'm I'm a a tarot teacher originally, and I found that people were needing something that was just a little bit more basic than the the tarot because it's quite, the tarot is quite structured and and it does have a lot of facets to it. And and the oracle just seems to give you sort of a basic tool to use so that you can just look at it daily or whenever to get some inspiration from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a five-year journey, yeah. And, I mean, I find it really interesting that you've, um, like, had the experience with the tarot, um, but then you've been guided to create something that is specifically unique to how you like to work. I love that. Um, And... Tell me more about that process. How did you uh, how did you get the information? What what was it like for you? It was a little bit hard at the, at the beginning to know where to start. And I originally I started sort of bringing in the the artwork. And as I was channeling through different things, different objects come in. Like I'd get faces, and then sometimes I'd get animals, depending on what what was happening at the time. And then a lot of information would come through as well about what the meaning was behind that image and so yeah. I was I was finding it hard to go from my artwork to 
actually writing about what, what the feelings were behind it all. And I'd go back and tap into it again after I'd sort of finished the art piece and then go into the writing part of it. And yeah. at, at, towards the end more, though, I, I put a lot more together about the book. So the book came sort of after I did the, the Oracle deck, yeah. Did it sort of gain momentum over time? Because I often find it that. Like, yeah, and it's almost like this is how I like to look at projects is that they are beings in themselves. And so if we actually um, respect that, that they're, they're, we turn up for them and we respect that they are their own being and that we are contributing to something bigger than us, um, I think that it makes the process of creation uh, less stressful. Um, I think we have less um, heaviness of that, almost like a burden that we're carrying. And I think it becomes much more of a joy and we have less expectations of ourselves because it's not so much, I guess, coming from us. But, you know, like I like to say, the nerves dissolve when the message is bigger than the ego. Yeah. Yeah, and and it did build momentum as as I became, as as I built the the images, um, the speed just it just really accelerated towards the last twelve months or, or so, yeah. and um, it became even a little bit like oh you know just I have to keep up I had to keep up with it all sort of yeah. thing because all of the the information was coming really fast yeah yeah but I it was wonderful really it was a wonderful ride like I enjoyed so much the creation of doing it it was, was wonderful to do yeah and I love that you got diversity with it I love that it wasn't just sort of a this or a that it was like sometimes it was animal sometimes it was this and you know it was it yeah. had its own little you know uh, yeah, thing going on. Yeah. I love that um, yeah. and do you want to show us the deck so we can have a little look-see like how it looks yeah, that's the um, the cover of the or the box of the deck, and it's got a quite a, a fair bit of gold uh, foil um, on a lot of the edges and things like that. I wanted I wanted it to be uh, like a special gift that each person that engaged in it or bought it or or received it as a gift it, that it was something really special that they were can receiving. You hold, can you hold it up again for me? Because I yeah, sure. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! Hang on, yeah. let me put my glasses on. Let me put my glasses on. Uh, Oh, that is so gorgeous. It's got, the, it's got the gold um, foiling and gold foiling on the edges as well. And then I, yeah. of course, couldn't stop there. I had to have the gold on the edges of the deck as well. Gorgeous. And then gold on the back. Uh, sorry, the um, the gold lotus is on the back as well, which is in gold oh, foil as well. So beautiful. And so it's really, yeah, it's really special and um each time I send them off, I feel like that person's receiving something really, really beautiful and, and special. So yeah, yeah they're um, yeah, they're a little, little bit blingy. <laughs> I like a bit of bling. But yeah, fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um. So yeah, and 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 when when did you lose your husband? Because obviously this was this sort of soul searching happened. Um, yeah. Post it often happens, doesn't it? Like uh, it's a trigger to um, yeah. to activate our enlightenment. Exactly. I, I um, had a couple of experiences when I was young. When I was um, only little, my mum. I didn't know this until I was a bit older, but my mum told me about my imaginary friend, and mm -hmm. and it wasn't until um, in my, I was about 20 was my first experience with um, having like a premonition of something that was that was going to happen before it happened, and mm -hmm. I and I was actually with my fiance, which which was my husband at that time. So around 20, um, 20 we got engaged, and we were at a party. And when we left the party, we we're all going to a destination, and, and during that um, experience, I started to, my body started to shake and. I was feeling the energy building as I was seeing sort of by knowing that someone was going to have an accident in this journey wow. that we were about to take. And we arrived at the destination and I, on the way I kept saying to my fiancé, I know something's going to happen. I, I, I can't stop this feeling. I was like nearly in tears and I couldn't explain mm -hmm. to him what was happening to me. And he said, it's okay, it's okay, we're all good, you know. But, of course, we got to the destination and one, one of our friends was not there and so we started to backtrack and um 
you know, the experience that everything stopped, like the experience that I was feeling, the energy that I was having rushing through me is all stopped. And I yeah. just went, oh, thank goodness to get, I wanted to get rid of that feeling. It was, it was not pleasant. And um, anyway, as we went back, my friend was, was fine. Um, he was running up the road, but he, his car had gone over a cliff. And oh, um, wow. Just so I was so grateful to see him coming. I, I just, you know, the the tears were coming, and I said to my husband, I, I knew that, you know, I knew all this was going to happen, sort of thing. And it, it was afterwards that we spoke about it. But um, my husband died then when I was we got married after that, and my husband died when I was twenty four. And so I, I went on this soul searching journey at that point, and. I, I went through a, a quite a, a rough patch actually for a couple of years trying to understand what was happening until I got to about 27 and then I had a breakdown yeah. and that then led, led me into counselling. Um, I went then through to save, I went and did about, I took about three jobs at the time and saved up all my money to go to London, you see. That was one of the experiences that I wanted to do. And went with my girlfriend and we lived over there for 12 months together. And during that time was when I started um, stumbling across things, actually. Um, mm. And I went into a BBC store and they're massive over there. They, they, at that time, they were massive and they had this huge spiritual section. And I thought I've hit the jackpot. They, they had all, this, all these books and decks of cards and all sorts of stuff and so yeah the the um first deck I come across was a tarot deck and I went yoohoo I've got it you know took off with that and yeah had no idea of what to do with it or anything about it and then I started learning it myself yeah until I come across a um a workbook and then I started to to again just self-teaching myself about how to use it and so yeah. that became um it became something that I did for quite a long time reading reading in store and different shops and at home and teaching tarot and yeah it sort of led on from there how did how did you get into the art therapy because I'm, I'm I love art therapy and um I wrote a book on it oh wow I just love it as well it's it's one of my favorite things to teach and I, I think through the journey of the the lotus um it, re it really built my confidence in um in painting and drawing and I'd learnt more skills through that five years and took a lot of classes just to just to um, perfect different things that I was trying to achieve at the time mm -hmm. um, especially like proportion and faces and things like that and I love I love faces um, yeah. so I took a, quite a few um, lessons at the time but anyway as it as I sort of got more confident um, it became something that uh, that I really loved and I, I do that in in my workshops and I actually have a workshop coming up on Sunday um, oh, that is, uh, at Budrum. And yeah. it's, it brings in all of those things. It brings in journaling. Like we start, we pull a card, we do a, a meditation. Um, we, I, talk, I talk a little bit about intention of what you'd like to, to you know, bring out for that day, what you're doing. Uh, and then we go into um, what the card might, you might feel about the card that you've pulled. And yep. start to journal, and then then j by journaling about what you're feeling, you're just quietening your mind enough to sort of go into your subconscious, and then that gives you a little bit of depth to what you're doing, and you're tapping into the true self rather than um, the chatter that goes on in your head. And and do you know you go you can it can dissect a lot of stuff that you're feeling. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, the, the process then leads into that um, subconscious part of yourself. And, of course, you probably know as well with journaling, uh, that also brings about mindfulness and um, also be, being grateful for what we have and so you can journal about what you're grateful about and, and start building on that um, feeling. And then yeah. I, I go then from, from the journaling and I get people to start either doodling, um, drawing little a symbols, little little things that start to come as they're starting to write, and then mm. I, I ask them to associate the feelings with that symbol, and that becomes part of their artwork. That they take that symbol, or that um, it might be a flower, or or a, a, a coil, or it could be anything, a triangle, what whatever the symbol might be for them. 
um, and they take that into the artwork. And it might be on, on the bottom of the artwork or in the layers of the artwork, or they can use it as their focus of the artwork. So they could have it right on the top if they are wanting that. And some people want to recede it a bit, so they'll put it behind in, in the layers of what they're doing. And so you'll, you'll still see it, but it'll become um, a message to them personally, really, than, uh, than other people seeing it, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, and it's like that for them. They know it's there. It's it's for them, and and it's yes, speaking yes. it's speaking to their essence and through the painting and or the drawing yes, or whatever. Yes. And is it is it um, predominantly are they using um, in your workshops uh, one specific type of uh, medium like with art, paint, or no, drawing? No. It's a bit of a combination, and it's a mixed media workshop. So nice. I do teach some techniques as well in the workshop yeah. so they get a little bit of a you know start them off and give them a bit of an idea of of how to uh, continue through with what they're doing and and get the picture of what they'd like to or the intention behind what they'd like to produce at the end and mm -hmm. um, yeah so I use a lot of different techniques and I have watercolor lots of water-based products um, acrylics uh, depending on you know the feel of the the workshop and what we're doing there yeah, yeah, nice. Well, if anyone's watching and they would like to um, attend this event on this Sunday, Michelle, can you give us the uh, details and I will type it up on the screen as well. What's the, it's on, what time is it on? Uh, where is it? The location first. I'll type the location in. It's the Budrum Historical House. Oh, yeah. Historical House. Yes, and it's just off Ballinger Road. And, and it, starts, what? it starts at 9.30 till 2.30. 9.30, at on Sunday. Um, what is the date this Sunday? 27th. Thank you. <laughs> cool. We got it. We got it. So if anybody wants to head up, up there, if you're on the Sunshine Coast, um, yes. Otherwise, otherwise, um, they can certainly check out your what you're doing at your on your website, um, which is um, it's it's www.michellemanart, is it? Uh, yes. Oh, dot com. Remember it? Yeah. Yeah. And I have uh, other classes uh, on on my website as well with uh, how to learn Oracle, how to learn Tarot. It's really intuition-based um, courses, so you're learning really more about your intuition and building your intuition to read cards. It's cards are really just a tool. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I think I think when the tools supersede your intuition, you're in trouble. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like um, some people hand a lot of their power over to uh, tools. Yes. Yeah. To some of my lightworker practitioner students on the weekend. And um, like, you know, in the Lightworker Practitioner Training, we have over 40 modalities that people can learn at the end of it, um, specific tools and things like that. Um, shamanic healing and essences and crystal, you know, you name it, it's in there. And yet the course itself um, is, is founded on 12 high vibrational principles, um, or as one, one of my students likes to say, expansive principles that ex help expand us. Um, and um, I think if I took all the tools out of it and just had the principles, we'd be all right. Yes. I honestly, honestly, I honestly do. I think all the tools are fa fabulous. But at the end of the day, honestly, if you are not aligning yourself with, you know, expansive, intuitive, high vibrational frequencies, um, yeah, the rest is just detail, really. The rest is, it really is. It's, it's, it's direct from spirit to us when yes. we're putting yes. these courses together. So yes. you know what I mean? So what you're doing and how yeah, what you're doing and how you're doing it, what you're trying to encourage with people is to help them to tap into their symbols the, the way right. they want to put it together, to really own it, to really connect with that process. And I absolutely love that because like even um, I haven't even started talking about the art therapy yet, but even in um, level four, we cover essences, you know, how to make essences and things like that. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, um, 
after we've learned everything, you know, learn how to make crystal essences, you know, learn how to make tree essences, you name it, essence, archangel essences, whatever essence uh, you want to make. At the end of the day, they're very helpful on a practical level, um, on a 3D level uh, as well, but you can actually call on and invoke those vibrational frequencies without having to take a drop, single drop. And so, you know, it's more important to work out what we need to return to our centre and wholeness rather than hand our power over to a tool that someone else is giving us and just accept their word at it. I think yeah. as we go, go forward, our, yeah, our healing and our wholeness, which I think healing for me is a return to wholeness. It's not like we're broken and we need to come back together. It's just that we have to return no, to a no. consciousness of wholeness um, at the end of the day. Helping others to connect into the light web, which we have, you know, all have the ability to do. Um, yeah. And I think that once you're taught those basics, um, and, and there's other things that you can learn along. So you did the artwork of all the deck. You did all, you did the artwork. Yeah, yeah, I did um, all of the all of the artwork. I've actually got well, one of the big. I've got a big one behind me of this one. Oh, good. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put you fully on the screen there. So, and let me put my glasses back on so I can see what you're showing me and everybody else. So, what's that one say? This is the heart chakra card, and mm -hmm. I have the um, the large one just behind me here. Um, Hold it up. So people how they evolved. Yeah. Nice. Um, and you can see the uh, sacral chakra behind me as well. Oh, that one is beautiful. And the, uh, only, the only abstract one that I did in the, in the deck was the rebirth card. And I'm not sure why that, that happened, but um, that's the rebirth card. It's beautiful. It's got a face in the bottom, down in the yeah. bottom here. You can see the face. Mm -hmm. And there's a tree growing out. And so it's yeah. um, rebuilding, rebuilding after, just you know, destruction, destruction I suppose. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the travel cards, beautiful. It's one of my favourites. Gorgeous. I um, love it. Amethia, she's the beautiful mermaid. <laughs> mm. I have a few angels in my deck. This one um, came to me very strongly and is around people that's passed, who have passed over, and mm -hmm. she comes to to comfort you. Um, base chakra. Can I ask a question about one of the cards? Sure. There's Would you like me to pull a card for you? Um, maybe in a minute, but my question yes. is the travel card. Yes. Um, my question is I saw some poppies on there and I'm yes. wondering whether or not that card pertains to not just physical travel, that we're talking about life after death and things like that as well because that's the thing that yes. jumped out yes. at me when, when you showed me that. It's about um, also astral traveling, uh, yep. dreaming, yes, all, all of those um, unseen travels as well. Yes, definitely. And it, yep. can, it can even go a little bit in past, past lives, this card as well. Yep. So, yeah, traveling back, um, back in time, although there is a card that is past lives in here. Yeah. But, yes, definitely. Are, are, are poppies about remembering? Yes, because um, they're part of our um, our Anzac. Um, yeah, you know that's the symbol of the, our Anzacs, which is definitely about about death. Yes, as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and I was just thinking, remembering. Yeah, and you were just saying about past lives and things like that. So yeah, when I'm just feeling into yeah. that card and and um, it just really spoke to me. And yeah, I I did feel I kind of almost sort of um, saw a whole you know, past life experience of myself in that card as you showed me that. That was really powerful, actually. Um, yeah, wow. Okay. Very powerful energy in those cards, Michelle. Uh, it's interesting, too, because um, I feel that travel is, or if we if we engage in travel in our lives, it, it um, I, I know for myself when I went back to Europe, uh, mm. When I was in Europe, I, I had a lot of things happen where I felt I've been here before. I knew this place. Yeah. I felt comfortable. I I can't explain some of the things that happened to me. And, and also just not long ago when um, my husband and I went to Cambodia and I had a, a, a past life experience when we were at the temples there. And mm. that 
that definitely um, was an experience that, that even now I still get emotional about. It's, it's, it's a, a strange connection that I had, um, beautiful connection really that I had and um, another for another conversation I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite, oh, know, well, you know, it's, it's so funny. It's so funny because yeah, I, I can feel the emotion there. I um. I, just before we popped on, I was trying to line up my, you know, line up everything so that I can actually share it all as soon as we start, you know. Um, yeah. And um, anyway, and then I saw in one of my Facebook memories and it said um, only four um, weeks to go, number of sleeps or something, uh, 15 sleeps to go or something to USA trip, not kidding. Oh, and wow. this was last year. And, I'm, and, and my husband and I were speaking about um, our excitement because 16 weeks from today, we're travelling to Europe. And so oh, I had to, I know, I know, I had to actually write it, share it and say, oh, so excited, 14, uh, 15, uh, 16 weeks to go, um, uh, you know, you know, 11 countries, Europe can't wait, you know. And, yeah. um, and I just find it interesting that you just mentioned that because um, it's really yeah, I, I feel like not only did the car speak to me, but obviously there's a lot going on around, I think, the activation. I, can I just share this with you? When I went over to the US last year, I, I was feeling that maybe um, the actual travel of going to different places was going to feed me something. But what happened yes. was when I actually got there, to my surprise, and it's not like I wasn't fed, I did feel fed by so much and it was amazing, um, it was more like I could sense that I'd, I'd, I'd get to a certain place and then I was adding something to it, like an activation of some sort. And so I'm feeling like I'm wondering if that um, it's like this symbiotic kind of relationship that we have when we travel is that we're bringing something also in, in this physical form with our energetics on board, even though we're all connected and we're one and we don't have to. Um, we can astral travel too, and I know, and I've done this. But what yeah. I mean is, is that there's something that on a physical level we need to be there and we need to have this symbiotic relationship. Because when I got back from travelling last year, um, and this has never happened to me before, when I got travelling uh, back from travelling last year, I could have kept going. Um, in, in previous travels, I, I can't wait to get back home. And, yeah. and for some reason, I think there's been a big shift in, in what I'm maybe bringing to things and I'm yeah I'm really excited about going to Europe for that reason. I think that physical um, connection with that actual geographic place as well there's something to do with that geographic and I think that that then you know brings another dimension to you as well like when we travel I feel like we learn a lot although like you said sometimes we don't have we don't have to have that physical experience but I think if you engage in it, you, you, there is a, a shift that happens with you each time you do travel somewhere and, yeah. and a learning, obviously, yeah. I'm going to open it up to um, for you to do a reading for the group because yeah, even sure. though there's a couple of people watching, I'm sure there will be other people watching later and it will probably be speaking to them. So maybe we can get you to do that. And um, if just letting you know, everybody, I'm using Be Live TV. So when you post a comment, I can show the comment, but it won't show who you are. Um, but I can see that on Facebook. I can see that on Facebook and I can probably flick over and say, oh, it's so-and-so. So if you've got any comments to make while we're watching, please feel free. And I, I can show those comments up on the screen. So, yeah, um, when you're ready, sweetheart, go for it. Do a little reading for the group. See what's coming through. Oh, well, I'll just get these get them sorted. Yeah, show us how you sort things. <laughs> Show us your style. <laughs> this is how I start. This is my style. <laughs> um, I was going to also share with you too that um, a lot of the trips that I do, uh, I journal about them. And so I create a journal before I go, a few weeks out before I leave. And then um, I fill it I take a few little things with me just journal, just little journaling tools and I use it um, along the way on that actual journey to write about what experiences or things might happen mm -hmm. um, so I'll share that with you in a second but um, just taking cool. a card out now for the group consciousness yes. 
yeah. of those around us. And the card I've chosen is time yep. or the goddess of time. Yep. And it's an interesting card because, as you probably know as well, time is a bit of an illusion. Mm -hmm. um, we, we have um, this feeling that we have to do, we're, we're sort of racing or, or things are fast, are quite fast at the moment. And I feel like that for a lot of people, it's just a little bit of uh, needing a little bit of time to reflect on maybe what your um, what your what what's happening in your life at the moment and where you may need to just slow down a little bit and take a little yeah. bit of um, time to reassess what you're doing, so that you can um, sort out what's important and what's not important in amongst some of the things you may be engaging in. And yeah. um, I also get the feeling too with this for all of us that. As we're leading up to the full moon, um, it, it can be a time too where your energy is, is feels different. Your energy can feel quite different as we're coming up to that full moon. And it, it's a really interesting time, I think, that anything that's illuminated in your life around the full moon is something that you're needing to look at and maybe let go of or to mm. engage more in. And so that timing is a timing thing with this and the moon obviously uh, comes in with part of that as a cycle, the, the cycles that we go through in life. Nice. So, yeah, I, like that. I like that. And the moon's in here. He's, he's right up in the top bit there. <laughs> you can see him. Oh, um, Right next to the clock, yeah. Hang on, I'll just so, yeah, it, make it bigger. Time. Show us again, show us again. I'll make it bigger. And, oh, that is so cute. What a cute moon. I love it. I love your little... I love your little, you know, bits and pieces of detail that come through. I love that. I love, I love that you've got that sort of, you know, it's not just about you've got little things. You've got layers. It's like you've got layers of ideas in your in your tap in your yes. I was say tarot cards, but in your oracle cards, and um, yes. you know, which is cool because it's like a cute little discovery. And then whoever's meant to notice certain things at certain times when they pull yes. that card, um, they'll pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I love that. That's great. That's great. Okay, you can pull one for me now. Pull one for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, reading for Michelle. I should put Lightworker, not for you, because it'll be for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone made a comment. Hang on. Someone made a comment. Oh, oh, good. Good, Charlotte. Hang on. You came up and your name came up and I'm, I'm wondering whether or not Be Live TV have actually fixed this now. So Charlotte said, name, I've been thinking about that. time. I don't have enough time in the day to get the day-to-day -day things done as well as looking after my spiritual self. My spirit is missing the attention I once gave it. Lovely cards, beautiful detail. Yeah, I agree, Charlotte. Do you want to... Do you want to Share your response to Charlotte's um, Charlotte's comment, Michelle. Yes, yes. I was just going to ask Charlotte, do you have children? Okay, it's Michelle's card. I just wait, wait. while waiting for Charlotte. Um, that's your card, Michelle. Doorway of nice. life. Wow, and, that's um, I was getting the feeling that your um, this this is an interesting card as well because if you can see the stone steps at the bottom here, um, yes. if you were to yes. if you were to walk up those steps, mm -hmm. grab hold of that handle and open that door and walk yep. through, um, what would be on the other side for you? And I'm getting a feeling of you. Um, I feel like it's a leveling up in what you're doing. You're going to be. Um, connecting with many people and I know you already do that but this is again on another level and so there's a shift coming where you're um, going into an either another area or being invited into something else that's going to then um, expose you into another area of, of a lot more people and being able to contact more people with what you're doing and oh, yeah. something, something else that came out earlier was um, just before I started the um, talk with you, the conversation with you this morning, um, the Spirit Wolf card 
was the card I, I took out for the intention of this um, talk with you. And the Spirit mm. Wolf is about um, connecting with your in, within your community. So being uh, being asked to to move into your community more and work further into the community. So there, there's yeah. something obviously coming up around that as well. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, uh, I'll just share this with you before I share Charlotte's comment. Um, hang on, let me see if I can get, oh, hang on, I'm going to actually get myself up on the screen here so that people can see it. Um, see if I can get this. I know it's hard to read, but watching the journey is a waste of time. Make the most of every closed door, limitation and open window. That's what I posted on Instagram <laughs> the other day. Um, I remember having this conversation. I know. I Yeah, so spot on because we only look at a closed door as a closed door. We don't actually usually go, it's a freaking awesome opportunity for me to do something else or look yes. at another direction or maybe like we we're talking about time for everybody else um, and also myself obviously and just feeling like, you know, um, making the most of our time like maximising yes. our time and how do we do yes. that? Like sometimes we judge so much about these closed doors um, or these limitations around us, whereas they could all be like completely different. They're just these invitations for uh, expanding ourselves in other ways, you know? Yes. Um, so, yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. Well, I think, um, excuse me, and I think... Um, that talking about the doors and um, there's there's always a reason I feel around something finishing or ending, and and as and it's a, a good way for us to um, move on then into the next thing and the, and another door yeah. opens and it becomes yeah. another creation of what what we're wanting to bring into our lives and yeah. I, I'm going to do a, a um, my next newsletter is coming out in another week or so and in that newsletter I'll be talking about that we're at already at the sixth month um, of the year and yeah. it's like what happened to, you know, six months is just crazy and then looking at the intention of what you're wanting to bring in for the next six months or the last part of this year. And so yeah. my that newsletter is going to be based around um, looking at the intention of what you're wanting to bring in. So oh, I, nice. I think yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's interesting that um, that we're talking about all of this and it, it all just adds into it all. Yep, and, yeah. and Charlotte's, and also I've got more to say on mine, but just, just to flick back to Charlotte for a minute. Charlotte said, yeah, yeah she's got uh, two children. She's got a daughter called Mia, aged one, and a son, yeah. Noah, aged five. Um, did you want to give her a bit more of an in-depth yeah. reading? Yes, I was going to say, Charlotte, that um, like I was just mentioning a couple of minutes ago about um, prioritising and really just sorting through what is important and what's not. And I think we can get caught up a lot in, um, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. There's all these things. And I think sometimes you've got to say no to some things. And so it's okay to say no sometimes to to some of those things. And having having little ones as you have, um, they need they need you at this time. They And they do have, you know, they've got such a lot of... Um, you need such a lot of energy to give to them as well. And so they're the priority really at the moment. Um, however, I still feel that you need to then try to organise some time for yourself, even if it's just a massage, a, an hour or so out just for you to go to the shops. Um, you've got to slot those times in and try to organise those things into your schedule so that you're actually getting something of value yourself as well out of that, out of that whole thing. So I hope that helps a little bit. Um, I get the feeling yeah. too that um, with Charlotte's uh, older one, um, he might go to school next year. I'm not quite sure of his birthday, but I get the feeling that there's going to be a little bit more freedom coming in as well. Yeah. So yeah. that, that could yeah, be really too. helpful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really great to acknowledge that the, the, the energy of the children are taking away what we call the etheric body or the chi forces, and they're draining those forces. And sometimes when our chi or our etheric body is feeling drained, 
sometimes we can feel like we have no energy and then when we have no energy we don't feel like doing anything and so it can kind yeah. of be this vicious cycle and so um actually not like a bit like that um don't judge the journey um post that i just showed yeah. you guys just saying well you know what um that's just how it is and i I, I may have less energy, so I have to kind of make more time to give myself more energy and 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 even when I don't feel like it, because sometimes I might not feel like it, but then it's like when you were starting your Oracle card deck, you have this sort of clunky period and then all of a sudden you can't keep up with it because there's so much. Yeah. yeah. Where did all this time come from? Where did all this flow come from? But it's because we... We, we turned up for it because we plan it, because we pre prepare, we plan, and we write it down. We make a list of those time, the times in the day that we're going to take, and then all of a sudden we feel better. And it's because there's parts of us that feel fed and parts of us actually have more to give back. So, yeah, that's what I'm getting from that. That was really great, um, Michelle. I think that was a really great um, to ask her about the kids because I felt, I felt too that there was something – Especially the oldest yeah. one. It's kind of interesting. I feel like the youngest child is going to be a bit more breezy um, mm. than the oldest yeah. child. It's, it's. Um, I think that they've got a lot. They've, they've needed a lot of her energy, um, Charlotte. Yes. I think yeah, you know, Noah's needed a lot of your energy. Um, yeah. But once he, yeah. I get the feeling once he gets into the school zone, he's just going to take off like this. Mm. Is this. Yes, like a freedom sort of comes in around it. That's that feeling I was getting. It's a little bit yes. easier and, and might work a little bit better um, yes. with free some free time for, for Charlotte as well. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Oh, back to mine. Back to mine. Um, in terms of the um, community thing that you mentioned. Yes. Um, yes. I totally relate to that because there's so many opportunities at the moment to um, cross-pollinate with community. Um, I'm involved with an app. Uh, creation uh, with the Massage Me Now app so that uh, so that people can, like healers and uh, psychics and massage therapists can be searched, found and booked anywhere so they can travel and they can do that. So I'm excited to be a part of that team and really bringing um, the healing industry into community more. And that's completely different for me. I mean, I've always been really excited about elevating uh, enlightened enterprises in and that's what lightworker foundation aims to do that's what my business aims yeah. to do not for profit just wants to how do we how do we get people on the radar how do we get people seen how do we get this energy incredibly in people's faces and so to be part of massage me now as well as 5d tv it's, it's like different communities i feel like i'm kind of being placed by spirit in these different like even types of communities to really help everyone because I, I, I see that I see that I'm, I'm I even got um, Amy Young who's uh, was a writer for um, Lightworker Advocate magazine um, she was writing every month on the principles and everything and then I couldn't keep up with magazine because I just had so much going on and she sort of followed me up a couple months ago and said hey you know we're doing anything with the magazine I was like oh, I just can't have the time for it and she said oh well I said, you know, do you want to be involved more? She's like, yeah. I said, do you want to be the editor? She said, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's bringing everything back together and I just feel for me that that light behind the door is, um, yeah, looking for those, uh, noticing those opportunities when they're presented and going, yes, um, not, oh, I've never done that before. I've never been part of app creation. I couldn't, I couldn't possibly. Or no, I couldn't, I couldn't have someone else editor of my magazine that I created. <laughs> you know, that, all that bullshit. Um, or um, I've, I've never really, you know, made films and that kind of thing. High quality. I couldn't do that. I couldn't be part of, I couldn't be the executive producer of 5 TV. It's like, why not? Sure I can. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I feel like there's um, either a foundation or a group, a large group that is going to ask you to come in and be a part of that. So it could be quite interesting just to see the, the shifts over the next couple of months with you. I feel yeah. like there'll be a few a few things coming in. Yeah. Very oh, interesting. Charlotte's, Charlotte's just said something. Let's have a look. So she said, um, it's actually the opposite. My daughter's very 
who's very breastfed and demanding of my energy morning and night and Noah's at school. We're getting into the routine with Noah, which is amazing. Uh, Michelle's actually put some cards up the other day and I was drawn to the spirit horse. Your words are very touching and my heart hears it all. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, oh, Charlotte. Wow. Thank, Thank you. you for more information. And, and um, <laughs> maybe it's that combination, like in terms of personality, maybe it's that combination of Noah being at school next year and her coming more into herself and not, you know, not so much being breastfed and it's a combination of things. But yes. mm, I think just yeah. yeah. personality-wise, I keep getting that she's just going to be an easier, yeah, an easier child. Yes, I, I was feeling that too. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, breastfeeding. Do you remember having, I used to have to have the glass of water, sitting there, yeah. hydration, breast, whenever, I tell you, Charlotte, whenever I used to breastfeed, seriously, I would feel like, I had the life sucked out of me. I I just had to. I you know what I ended up doing while I was breastfeeding. I ended up meditating. That's what I had to do. And I had to imagine that the angels were sending me light. Actually, while I was feeding, because I was I was so tired. I was so tired from breastfeeding. So was I with my son. He was my second second child and. He what he needed more than what my daughter did, and and it was it was really hard to keep up with him at the end there. Yeah, it, well, of his twelve months when he was twelve months, I had to give it away. It was just, uh, you know, couldn't keep up with it and doing yeah. everything else that I was doing. Yeah, I my second child I breastfed till seven months. My first child yeah. I breastfed till fifteen months, and she gave me up. But my seven yeah. month old, I was just like, uh, you want food? You want food? <laughs> Hurry up, hurry up. Spirit horse, spirit horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. You relate to so, that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. And let's pull, pull one for you, Michelle. Let's let's pull a card for you. Might as well. Let's see what pops out. Yeah. I just put it up on the screen. So I've got, um, oh, where is it? I don't know if I can find it. Where is it? Oh, there it is. What you get? Willow. 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 Oh, yeah, she's nice. a um a fairy. Uh, yeah. And Willow was the last card in the deck, and um she comes as a uh, she's a gift that's coming to you for rewards for hard work that you've been that you've done at the you know in in the recent time. So oh, yeah, reward, nice. reward card, <laughs> reward card. I love that. Yeah. How cool is that? She's got pink fairy floss hair. <laughs> Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I was also getting? I was getting this um, feeling of something new coming as well, um, yes. like a new, a new project or a new book or something new um, because the outcome of this deck, this this Oracle card deck and the book and everything, I just feel like it's, because it's birthed and it's out there and it's alive, it's it's now freeing up your energy so then you're actually yeah. being able to move, expand into, it's been a project, like it's big, it, it, yeah. not cumbersome, but at times feeling cumbersome, but energetically mm. expansive the whole time, but then it's like getting it to that technical completion space kind yes. of is, is is what it is and it, it can be a bit gritty and and so now I'm getting that though that there's something else coming through that's going to be like yeah feel like a lot of um expansion and creativity something new I've been feeling that for a little while of uh, a little bit of a new direction and um yeah feel, feeling that energy coming you know coming through in the last two months so yeah spot on <laughs> thank you can't wait to hear. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Great. So yeah. um, remind people where they can find you. Um, so we've got michellemanart.com and yep. Michelle's got a, a, a number of workshops that she's doing for art therapy, help, helping you to connect with, you know, your intuition and your guidance and creating your own way, which I love, um, through using the arts, which is wonderful. 
And do you involve, um, if you've got something coming up on Sunday, the 27th of May, which is this weekend, um, yes. at, at the historical, uh, what's it called again, the historical yeah. building? With the yeah. House. yeah, historical yeah. house. Yeah. At Badrum, Sunshine Coast, Australia, 9.30 to 2.30 p.m. Um, and um, can I just ask you this question as well? When it comes to the art therapy, because yes. my art therapy, I had different things come through about what to do. So I, I had pro my art therapy was very step-by-step -step as a practitioner. This is what you want to do. You want to take a client through each and every step. Mind you, if you if you know the steps and then you get guided to do other steps from other processes, go for it. But it's more like this is the intention. You know, we want to, we want to for instance, one of the um, art therapy therapeutic art things is to create a, a, a perfect sphere like a perfect round circle out of clay yep. Yep. the whole yep. point of that is so that the person can get to, to, to center themselves and so that that sphere becomes uh, what's around them um, but yep. but before so the, the purpose of it is to at the end of it to have this beautiful <laughs> except for star children who ended up with a star it's kind of interesting um but um, <laughs> um is to end up with this perfect sphere to to you might start with something weird like you might start with something that looks like mash because you have no feeling of centeredness around you you don't have any containment you know you might be spilling off your energy everywhere and so that art symbolizes the before and then then you move to let's 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 create that for you and then it's it's a resource you know so my my, my yeah. therapeutic arts were steps were really taking people from somewhere to in you know healing you know wholeness over there um yes with yeah. with a specific uh thing in mind um so for instance yeah. if we want to heal our anger or we want to um, process our grief or we want to become more centered and be aware of our boundaries or what have you. So do you do like those kind of things or is it more exploratory and more about that building of intuition and that kind of thing? It's, it is similar to what you've just been talking about where um, when, when we take the card and we do the, the meditation, I take um, the students into a place where they start to feel rather than think. And, um, then then when they come and start to journal about that feeling, I then start a series of questions and I ask them, what colour were you drawn to? What what do you feel about that particular feeling to do with that card? Um, yeah. I, and then I, I continue with a series of, of questions around what they might be seeing or feeling about that particular thing or that meditation that they just went through. So it can bring up um, what we might label as negative feelings. Um, mm -hmm. And then when when that does happen, I ask people to then, how, how can you change that negative into a positive? What would you do to shift that energy? And I start getting to, them to think then about, um, for instance, if it brings up, like you said, about anger, I get them to go into it and feel that. And, and now what would you be able to do to shift that now into a positive thing? And anger can be such a propulsion um, feeling because it will push you sometimes in directions that you're not expecting. And yeah, totally. When, when yeah, it's, there's such an energy happens, behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And when that exactly. happens, then I, then I get them to keep feeling into it. Okay, where, where will it take you and and how, how do you feel now? So we, we start to sort of work with that energy of what they might be trying to express there. And then as, as it keeps sort of building – it starts to shift and it's really interesting. They, they end up with something nearly completely different sometimes to what they, they intend or they think they're going to do. And so yeah. that, that also is an awesome thing to watch. Um, people start to create that, that um, you know, changing those feelings and shifting it into a positive thing. Yeah, yeah awesome. And it, and it is all about resolving at the end of the day, really coming to a place of resolving and resourcefulness. Yeah. Um, yes. And we've got another. Where we've got a few minutes left, and I'm aware that we've got another question. I don't want to miss um, Amalia to Grace yes. to miss out. Um, she's just saying, "Love you to pull a card for me today, Michelle." I, I am watching this in bed with a cold. It hit me yesterday. Well done for oh, this. No. Both. Oh, well, um, like we say, um, don't judge the journey. Yes. Um, yes. It may look like a 
closed door or a cold door. <laughs> um, let's let's pull a card for her and see what this is inviting um, to happen. Reading for Amalia. I'll just type that up on the screen. Just bear with me for us. You do your thing and I'll type this up on the screen. I shall. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the card of time again. Oh, wow. Um, interesting that uh, I was getting the feeling that um, uh, for uh, Amalia, it, Sorry, I, I think it's Amalia, yeah, um, that it's there's something that is needed to be revisited or looked at again. It, it feels to me as if you're needing to go back and look at something you may have missed or... Um, something that that will um that needs looking at again or revising so there's something that's coming up that i'm feeling um the need to go back so needing to go back a little bit so this could be like a little bit of a full stop you're needing to go back and then just have a look at something there that may have been missed that's that's my yeah. feeling with this anyway yeah yeah and it's interesting because amalia i think having a cold makes us stop and take take time out and like you were saying before Michelle about reflecting and reassessing and maybe it's about yeah all the stuff that you said earlier too is just so relevant isn't it when you've got a cold and you can't do anything and you're stuck in bed and well maybe you can reflect a little bit and and maybe it's just such a beautiful gift for you rather than oh I've got a bloody cold and <laughs> oh, and I know we've only got five minutes left but um I do have um another question from Charlotte she's just said um do, do you have to be able to draw or have any artistic flair to be able to do your classes? I cannot draw if my life depended on it. <laughs> Me neither. No. Right? <laughs> Me neither. I no. fail. I'd be, I'd be dead. <laughs> no, you don't. It's, um, it's a little bit of a process that I take people through. And because we're only in that space for four and a half whatever hours, um, I usually have I have a sort of an idea of how to take you into something so that you can at least get three quarters of it finished and you know how to finish it if you went home and no you don't need you don't need drawing skills I have lots of beautiful stencils I have lots of I bring lots of things along so that you have a lot of tools there that you can just grab if you're needing um, you know pictures of, of different things to to help you to put down what you're doing and I also help you a little bit with that as well yeah so no, you don't, need, cool. you don't need a lot of skill. It's come with a bit of an open mind and a bit of fun, you know, that you're going to have a bit of fun that day because it's it's quite a, a fun day. Yeah, it sounds like fun. The book that I wrote for the Lightworker Practitioner Training that has all the therapeutic processes in it, um, it's um, called Playing in the Light. Oh, Michelle. how beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's like, you know, the light, the door and that playing. I mean, it is. It is about just letting our souls play. And sometimes I look at the book I wrote with all the steps and I think it's so contradictory, but it's not because once you're once you once you have that sort of idea as a therapist, when you're taking someone through, you know, you know the intention. You know the intention is we're gonna look at this or what have you. And then you just let them experience. You just let them feel and you let the magic of the colors and the shapes and the that's just all there anyway and it just starts to emerge it just starts yeah. to become more concrete and and people sometimes say to me who have problems problems visualizing or have problems with meditation they have no success yeah. with it and I think they say oh my god I, I can do this I can if I can see something I can I can yeah I can I can actually relate to this and so for those people watching, if you feel like you're a little bit challenged with meditation, this is a great, a really great opportunity to to help you to see what's inside come out <laughs> and get yeah, some more. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us and educating us and sharing your beautiful cards and your energy and your wisdom with us, Michelle. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Michelle. I'm really honoured to be here and thank you so much for inviting me on. <laughs> You're welcome. And um, for everybody who um, wants to know what's happening next week on Enlightened Conversations, I have the beautiful um, Lauren Kerr. She's joining me. Um, she knows all about everything extraterrestrial. She um, takes people out to look for them. She's 
in the new film Arenda, which has just been um, just just come out last week, and um, she's going to be my guest next Thursday at eleven o'clock, which will be awesome. I can't wait to ask her tons of things about what she's seen, experienced, and um, she comes from a really love-based rather than fear-based place, which I really love, and I'm looking forward to her joining me next week. So thanks everybody for joining, tuning in, and we will see you next time. Lots of love to you all, you. and bye. 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 bye.